can you build a legitimate, helpful, and ethical coaching program for streamers? Can you send someone who is struggling to grow their stream through a series of videos and exercises and actually have them come out the other side with the knowledge that they need to grow? And can they actually implement and get the viewership growth that they want? That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. You're going to meet one of my students from Stream Coach Academy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stream Coach podcast. It has been so long since we've had someone other than me on this show. So today we're actually going to bring on one of my students from Stream Coach Academy who's going to talk about their experience in the program, which is wild. So you're going to hear a little bit about his journey throughout the program. You're going to hear the things, some things that he's learned This is also kind of a coaching session, so I give him a little bit more information on just ideas that I think would be useful for him, and I pump him up because he really needed that sense of being on the right path. And sometimes whenever you're a coach, you have to make sure that you are accommodating people with whatever their needs are. Those needs come in many different forms. Sometimes it is strategy, and we have conversations about how to launch a thing or how to get started or shift another stopped into another style of content and sometimes it's more emotional support so this one is a little bit of both so you're going to get both worlds and you're also going to get to hear a little bit about what his experience was like in the program okay go ahead so sorry you want me to start over <laughs> sure if you want yeah. to oh yeah no problem i was just saying that like something that I've been monitoring since since kind of the beginning of this is like where I am and, and where I would be at the end of this, because that was kind of an important metric for me, because mm-hmm. um, I tend to do a lot of personal development stuff in general. So like I'm but I'm also a person who I'm going to absorb something. I'm always reading some kind of self-help book or something, but then I just find the the few things out of that that are going to work for me and I and kind of move forward with that and then one piece at a time. So for this, I did that. I was and I was at about three to five viewers on average when I started mm-hmm. this and the, like what I was saying before, the thing that like really cemented for me was the whole, like leaning into the game design and not only that, but, but it being really specific to students and people that are just interested in game development in general and have a lot of questions. And that that's been a really big thing. What I've seen right away is people who were trying to support me early on that weren't very consistent because that's what they wanted and I wasn't giving it all the time, they're now much more engaged and they're much more vocal, which has been really good so far. And I'm averaging 15 viewers right now across my streams. So just in that, you know, six, six week time, I've significantly increased my viewership, which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's been going very well. Um, The thing that we also kind of pinpointed that I have not done it all yet is YouTube. And mm-hmm. the reason for me is like, I, whenever I'm learning something new, I need um, a lot of one ramp up time. Like I, I need to like try some little things here and there, you know, see what kind of works. I need good examples, but then I, I also like templates and I haven't mm-hmm. found good templates yet to where like, even if it's a, um, Hey, here's kind of a, a format you should use, right? And we have some of that stuff in the program and I need to dig in a little bit more. That was kind of where I got really busy and wasn't able to dig in fully yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to kind of like find the time to, to kind of commit to that and I'm not finding it right now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure if that's like, I'm not sure kind of how to handle that part yet, I guess. Yeah. Would you say that that's something that, you have the time, but you're just, you're focusing on so many things that it's hard for you to kind of see where that time is. Or do you think it's just your schedule is so packed at this point that you can't fit another thing? Um, I, I think it's mostly the latter currently, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because I'm doing this consulting work and my, my work work is picked up. Um, there's a lot of like, so if I can't find like one to two solid hours at a time to like really get into something, my brain just kind of jumps around a lot. Mm. So it's hard for me to kind of like, Hey, I'm going to start learning YouTube stuff today. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's a little overwhelming on that side of things as well, but also I'm just super busy. Right. 
Yeah, and I think if you were to break it down smaller from one to two hours, if you think about like, oh, I need to sit down and study YouTube for 20 minutes, your your brain starts to think, oh, well, I'm not doing it for that long. So it doesn't really matter as much versus mm -hmm. if you had, you know, the one or two hours to dedicate to it. And then that feels like a good solid chunk of time. So you're like, yes, now I need to be spending this time uh, actually learning. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that. So do you want to talk about YouTube today and kind of how you would transition this brand and this content over there? Maybe, I, I, okay. I guess, I, I guess I'm not sure. So, okay. so kind of, kind of where I'm at right now is I'm already seeing great growth. It's at least what I consider great growth, just from what I've, what I've already absorbed from the program. So part of me mm. wants to be like, you know what, go back and start the content of the program over and just kind of go back through it, reinforce the things that, that I need reinforcing on, dig into the things that I only got to kind of surface level before and and just kind of like focus on like the things in there that I'm not doing yet as far as like building the community more and, you know, engaging with people better, you know, those things that, that I feel like I do okay, but I, I want to get better and just kind of keep growing that side of things. Yeah. But then, I, but I also know the way I'm going to grow is through YouTube and through things like that. So that's where I'm kind of like, is it, where do I kind of balance that time right now? Because I don't feel like I have enough time to kind of dig into both. Mm -hmm. where would the most value come from? Totally. I think is what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Yeah, totally get that. So I know in the program, I talk a lot about like diversification and making sure that you're active on as many platforms as possible. Um, I think what I did a bad job of <laughs> during the program was kind of giving people a roadmap to that goal because that level of diversification is a goal, but it's not something that you can immediately start with. Right. So I would not recommend anyone right now try to have their stream, also be building a YouTube channel, also have this consulting going on and try to keep up on social media and try to be improving their stream at the same time. Because what ends up happening, of <laughs> course, is that you're just like, you have so many things that your focus is being split into. And so you're not able to give individual focus to each thing. And mm -hmm. so it ends up you doing worse work on a lot of different things versus really great work on a, a select few things. So if it were me, I would probably say that what you need to focus on right now is getting your stream to a point that you're completely confident in it before you really introduce another new content style, because there's no reason to give yourself the 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 growth injection that you think YouTube is going to give you if your your stream isn't great before you do that right because what you're going to do is you're you're basically kind of I don't know I I guess a good example would be like you're kind of polishing a, a turd for people in a way like not not to say that like I, your stream is great I love it I like this concept is amazing and super unique and it's going to make you stand out a lot um it's just you want to make sure that before you bring attention to something that there's a ton of uh value and and focus behind it um yeah. versus just trying to get the attention just to to have it right we want to make sure that it's valuable before we start telling people about it that makes a lot of sense that mm -hmm. yeah because like I, when I want someone's first experience like if they do see youtube and jump over or see a, a tweet and jump over that they see something that that is valuable to them and that that makes a lot of sense exactly yeah because yeah, i think you have this focus right now you know what let me just let me pull up your stream uh i did also introduce a new thing uh, a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. that I'd always thought about doing that I think went over really well. Yeah. And what so was that? Well, Wednesday nights is my game dev Wednesdays. So that's when I play generally play through things I've worked on and talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, people get a lot of value of that, but what I did a couple of times over the last two weeks is I'm bringing in friends of mine in the industry and playing through their stuff and, and letting them talk with me about it. That so we did a, <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Like we did, we That's did Doom Eternal two weeks ago, and then we did Days Gone yesterday. And I've got a lot of connections in the industry, so I'm like, why not bring them on and you know talk with their stuff? So it was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's that's huge because what you're doing is you're giving people access, which uh, I don't I don't think was really covered quite enough. But that's such a, a huge value add for people um, whenever they they consume content that they see gives them some level of access to conversations or people that they wouldn't have had otherwise. And so what you're doing is you're essentially pulling the curtain back on this entire side of the industry that we haven't really been able to see unless we are already involved in the industry or we've gone to like you went to full sale Um, and exposing those of us to this side of it is oh man it's amazing because you're going to help people make so many decisions not just about like what job they should go into but also what games should they get you're going to help devs promote their stuff like it's a win-win-win for everyone yeah i'm uh I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's digging. very smart. I'm, I'm glad smart. that it sounds good, right? Because I feel like I'm the thing that I totally agree with you on is I've looked and I can't find anybody doing the kind of thing that I'm doing. No, and and like I I think there's a real opportunity there, and I think it's also the kind of uniqueness that would get me considered for a partner faster than you know maybe just you know the, the traditional streamer. So there's yeah. some excitement there for me. Yeah, it absolutely would. I definitely see this as something, and I can't speak for Twitch, but I mean. Uh, they partner people all the time with lower numbers than the 75 average because they are doing something unique or they're located in a a very unique space um, physically. Like they live in just a a country that they're trying to, to promote. So, Um, so my question for you then is how are you kind of promoting these conversations, these people that you're bringing on? Hmm. So um, a couple of ways. One, I have I have my own Discord, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's got about. Uh, let me look. Um, about I don't know, a hundred people in it now. I guess somewhere uh-huh. in that neighborhood. Yeah, maybe a little more. Uh, but so so that's one. You know, one place we have a kind of a, a a conversation going on there throughout the week about just game design in general and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but then additionally, so I really try to leverage my full sale connections. So I do a lot with, you know, the full sale. Um, well, one, I have a lot of instructors that promote my stream for me and, you know, tell the students about it because it's mm-hmm. something they think they'd be interested in. But then also using social media in general and tagging them in my, you know, in, in my stuff. And then using like the Facebook groups and stuff that are for full sale alumni or full sale students and those kind of things to try, try and help promote it because I'm known there. So mm-hmm. it's something that's helping a lot. Honestly, I'm surprised I don't get more from those than I do. And I haven't figured out why that is yet. Yeah. You mean more from the, the. uh, I'm surprised more of those like students and alumni don't come, you know, hang out with us. Yeah. It, it can be really difficult to convince people from like real life to try and come into a stream. Although what you're doing is so, um, it's, it's such a perfect way for them to get involved right because it's exactly what they're learning at school it's your entire community in real life like there's no it makes sense for them to to come over but i mean if they're not it it might just be that they're not entirely sure what they're gonna get yeah it could be maybe maybe yeah one thing that i'm not doing yet is properly promoting my own stream on social media Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like I I do tell about it and that, it, you know, things are coming up and things like that. But I have not yet kind of figured out the way to like highlight my content in a tweet and things like that. And not that, you know, I know that our, our program has touched on that. It's just more of like, you know, me also finding the time to kind of dig into that a little bit more. And I feel like that's probably even a better use of my time to help people understand what my content is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at your Twitter right now, which looks really good. Your bio section is great. Oh, good. Yeah, everything's like design-wise, your profile picture, everything looks really good. Um, I think it would be good right now. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely heavy on the the job stuff that you're doing. Um, And then in terms of like your stream content, it's it's good. Like you don't want to overwhelm people with just we're live messages all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe sharing like shots of your um, 
shots of your stream or even if it's just like very great little educational like golden nuggets of wisdom during your stream like if you have just a really great moment where you're like listen this is something very specific to game design that you need to know here you go it's like one minute long or something typically these are things that you'll see people will just like clip them for you Mm -hmm. uh, during your stream so you might even just look through your clips and see if there's anything that you can share that is like such a good little piece of wisdom for people uh, because those types of things are really really shareable uh, for Twitter and then all you have to do is make sure that the text that goes with it is enticing enough to try and get people to actually click on the video and watch it you'll probably need to add captions to them um, just because a lot of people are so lazy they don't actually click on videos anymore to listen mm-hmm. to them um, they they rely a lot on captioning to be able to get the context of the video and what's going on so right Um, There are like a few, you know, captioners that you can use to do that for you pretty easily if you want. But I think something like that would definitely help people see you as a little bit more of a content creator slash streamer versus just someone who works with Full Sail and is a, a game designer. I think right now you're definitely like the industry side of what you do is so strong within your your public brand. Um, I think the the content creator side of what you do needs to be showcased a little bit more for people to see that this is something that is, is you that it's available and that it's valuable for them. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. This is really good though. Yeah. Your stuff is, (laughs) your stuff is great. I think like the potential here is, is absolutely massive because of all the the people that you could bring on for this i mean it's obscene obscene you could literally bring on so many industry people and not just showcase games but i think help people learn more about the industry side of gaming in its entirety like yeah your focus is game devs but you could also be highlighting you know people who work in Uh, community management or people who work in social media or any of those industry positions because almost every streamer is that that they feel like streaming is their route into working in the gaming industry Mm. and it's such a huge part of this space that no one has ever talked about that the potential here is so like you said it's it's really massive so you being able to bring more industry people on i mean something that you might consider too with twitter being as important as it is for streamers is looking at the industry people who have very active twitter accounts very active twitter communities like have that clout (laughs) if you want to use that word um and if you have, you know, relationships with any people like that, thinking of how you can bring them on and just talk to them about what they do industry side. Um, because I think that a promotion of that person on the platform that they're performing really well on is obviously going to serve to help you get a little bit more attention to what you're doing too. Yeah. And I definitely think, yeah, we need to be promoting these little collaborations that you're doing on Twitter. Um, but there's going to be a, a different level of experience and level of engagement that different people have with the platform, right? So, like, you'll get some people on that are going to be great game devs that are going to be so freaking valuable for your community, uh, but they don't have a ton of presence. And so that's not going to bring you a ton of growth on Twitter specifically, but it is going to create really, really, really good content for the people who already watch you. So that's really important because you need to have that that content, right? That's the stuff that gives them the the massive value add for the specific target audience that you have. Um, but you still want to do the the you still want the marketing side to be really powerful too, which is why you want to focus on still getting those people who have uh, the followership and the the engagement to be part of what you're doing as well, because each one is really important, right? Like you have yeah. the the value, but then you also have the attention, and whenever you can inject attention into something that's valuable, like what you're doing, that's whenever you're going to see this 
great growth that you're looking for. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is so good. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, honestly, my, um, just so you know a little bit about me, my, my whole on my honest to God, like goal here Mm -hmm. is just to create a community of people that want to hang out with me and chat and stream. Like, yeah, I don't have financial aspirations from this other than like, it'd be nice if I like broke even the time that I put into it, you know, that (laughs) Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, but ultimately like just creating a kick-ass community that people want to be a part of is literally my goal. Like that's, that's it. That's awesome. So, so like, and so, so when I see things like the monetization, all that kind of stuff, like it's interesting to me, like I'm, and I'm, I'm open to those kind of things, but it's not like important to me. Yeah. So I don't know how, if that should affect how I do things at all, or you know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. if, or if my approach should take a particular, you know, avenue because of that. Yeah. So you're going to have a much easier time (laughs) than someone who actually has to monetize what they're doing uh, because they want to be a full-time content creator or use, you know, streaming to build a business or whatever. You're going to have a lot easier time because you're not going to have that divisive aspect of monetization to your brand. So you can do a ton of things for people for just absolute free. uh, And you can prioritize the, the community growth and the audience development And you can use these free things that you create for people that you make for people in order to grow your audience, get that, that ultimate goal of like having awesome community of people who just want to hang out with you while you stream. And this, you'd be able to do things essentially that people who stream full time or create content full time can't do for free, Mm. which is a huge advantage so you have a massive potential here to be able to, yes, help new game devs pull the curtain back on the industry. But I guarantee you there's some way that you can create something additional that goes deeper for these people. And you could probably just release it for complete free because you don't have uh. to worry about the monetization side of it. So the thing here is you already have a job. Like you've already got your your financial situation is is Mm -hmm. sorted otherwise you wouldn't be able to do this and i think that in itself gives you access to to so much more Uh, no one is ever going to question your motives you might have people that come to you that are like oh you're just doing this because you want attention or you want to you want to grow your stream like well yeah yes absolutely (laughs) duh that's what i'm here for that's that's what i want to do um but you're not going to have those people that come to you that are like, oh, you're just out to make money. Ugh. And in addition to, oh, you're just out to grow your stream. Blah. So, yeah, huge advantage for sure uh, in terms of how it should change what you're doing. Uh, I, I don't know that I would really talk about it all that much. Um, okay. about how, like, let's, I don't want to make money off of you. I don't, I don't really care about like, you know, sub counts or, or monetization. I think it's good for you to make sure that I think your brand just kind of abstains from that part of the conversation Okay. because yeah, it's just, it's not a part of what you do. And we don't want to burn any bridges with people who are full time and have to, to monetize like that and we also don't want to um we don't necessarily want to set the expectation that stuff will just always be free in perpetuity forever because we don't know what's going to happen in the future but yeah my mind could change too right like i could get to the point where i want to do it full time yeah maybe you fall so in love with streaming and and maybe you think like at some point you want to create some kind of game developer program even, you know, like you might get to a place where you want to do that and you might not. And neither one is wrong or right. It's just a matter of you sticking with what you want to do and being unashamed in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, this that makes is, sense. It's yeah, this is very cool. Um, also, you don't necessarily need sponsorships. Um, you don't necessarily need to do all of the additional work for, let's say, like affiliate marketing or uh, working with or like creating products or merchandise, like all this stuff, all these additional projects that people usually have to take on in order to monetize themselves, you don't really have to worry about. And so your focus can remain with the content and it doesn't have to be distracted once again by all of these other things that are going on. Um, I, I do think at some point probably having some kind of merch would be good. Um, and having, having like a, a worked out, you know what, just having some, some level of merch would probably be good, but it's more so for the community side. It's not for the monetization yeah. side. So you could yeah. almost even do that like at cost for people or, or you could market up like, I don't know, 20% or something and just donate that to uh, a charity. Mm. That's something that you definitely could do is a lot of charity work. That's true. Okay. Which, which is a, a definitely a bit of extra work, but if you have all of the, the, um, if you have the focus to be able to do it, it can be really powerful because putting that level of good out into the world, of course, like brings it, it back to you. But I think the, the main thing is that you have the space to be able to do it without confusing people. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. When you have so many monetization things running around, uh, it ends up getting so confusing for your audience because you, they don't know where to kind of like inject their support. Right. So if you've got like, you've got all of these different ways that they can subscribe to support the stream, but then you're also doing charity and then you're also, uh, developing something over here, then it's just, they're so, it becomes so confusing for them that they end up not taking action at all. They get like decision fatigue. Right. Mm, yeah. But I think with you, you're able to have that level of focus that you couldn't have. Oh, so good. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm glad you think so. I'm yeah. I'm pretty happy with where it's where it's going and like I said, you know, the it was hard to kind of zero in on it. And I always tell my fiance, she she told me months before that this is what I should focus on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I told her I was like, Yeah, you were right, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. But, no, it's good. but it's but you know, the important thing here was, you know, one affirmation means a lot to me right mm-hmm. so that that was really you know the program kind of helped me really dig in and, and know that you know that where i needed to head with it and all that stuff is great mm-hmm. so and i know also that that you have gotten flack from this doing this this program and i just wanted to tell you that i appreciate it like Aww. the program like I, I i know there are haters out there and uh, i'm sorry you have to deal with them but I super appreciate what you're doing and have gained a lot from it already. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's like, it's definitely been hard, but it's, you know, messages and meetings and stuff like this that keep me going because, uh, the imposter syndrome has been real lately. <laughs> <laughs> I deal with that as well. So oh, I get it. <laughs> it's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. Ugh. Yeah, it's it hasn't ever hit me this hard before. It's hit me so hard that I'm like talking about it publicly and going to I don't know. I'm going to these like really weird links to try and make sure that people are people know my intentions and my motivations with everything. Um but like I truly I really do believe in this program and I know it's not at the place right now where it can be this like massively just like huge thing that's super helpful and gives everyone the the entire process of like how to grow the stream. But we're learning a lot just by running it just by that first run. We're, we're changing so much this, this second run. And I know that at some point, hopefully within the next few months, that it will be something that we're super happy with and gets everybody results and, 
gets everyone to get the level of clarity that you have because this like you are exactly what I wanted out of this like exactly what I wanted (laughs) I love helping people that I truly believe in and that I really think are doing something different and valuable because yeah like it's great to play video games and share the love that you have for the thing with the world but at the same time, just because a bunch of people have the same interests doesn't mean that there's like, it doesn't mean that it's the same level of value versus someone who is trying to help people literally like change their lives, right? Mm-hmm. I think the relationship aspect of, of Twitch that a lot of people focus on so much is huge. Like it's, it's what the entire success of Twitch was built on and we, it should never be taken for granted, but at the same time, you have this level of like unique content and positioning that it just is what excites me about the streaming industry right now. And I'm well, so excited. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited like to that. see what you do. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah man. I love like <laughs> the gaming side is so cool. But like how many I'm a full time variety streamer here on Twitch times who do have we heard that, you know? Right. Yeah. The people who are out there doing something different, who are like paving their own path and, and being the weirdos. Uh, those are the We've people that really excite in me. Our, in our, in our uh, stream coaching groups. Like there's a few that mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you're going to do something really fun. And I yeah. can't wait to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely more of them than I realized. I think partially I, my content kind of attracts people like that hmm. because that was my path too. Um. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what everyone is going to do and to see what you're going to do. Cause you're going to, you're going to do something weird. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> <hope> so great. <laughs> oh man. I you know what wait. people have really, really like latched onto in my stream, which I, and I know I've told you this before, but the Jameson drinking Jameson thing yeah. like, is a huge success. And like everybody now is like, what do we got to do to get you sponsored by Jameson? That is one of my goals right now. That is one sponsorship I do want. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I want them sense. sending me cases of of liquor to drink on stream. Yes, <laughs> but but uh, it's like it's just it's like a little funny kind of you know off to the side thing that people are really getting into. So that's know, so cool. Neat. Do we have that on your your Twitter at all? Let me see. No, not like not that specifically. Okay, oh, just put well, a there new was bottle. a time where I was oh. tagged in a tweet about it, but I haven't like straight up messaged them or anything yet. Also, you put your Jameson in a barrel? Yeah, it's an aging barrel. What? So I've it, uh, never seen this. <laughs> what it, the? it takes any alcohol you put in it and it, it smooths it out a bit and adds a little like smoky flavor to it. It's It's really neat. Wow. So like when you have barrel aged beers and things like that, that's what they're doing. And I'm doing the same thing just on a smaller scale. That is so cool. It's fun. What do you think it is about the Jameson drinking Jameson that works so well? I honestly am not sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I think part of it is that, you know, everybody knows me by my name. Right. And it's it's kind of a fun, like, you know, simile type thing. But also I enjoy it, and most of my people know that I do like to drink, so I don't know. And, but the thing I think that people are really getting into, I don't know if I told you this, I they use channel points to mm-hmm. make me take shots. So, oh, my gosh. So the first three <laughs> shots are 1,000 points, and then the fourth one goes up to 2,500, and the fifth one goes to 5,000. So usually it's three shots per stream, but sometimes they hit me pretty hard. It's it's fun time. That's so. awesome. Which encourages them to hang out, you know, and, and and help build the channel. So it's nice. It's fun. That is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. What do you do? Um, what do you also do during that time? So you're like taking shots. Are you just hanging out with people or are you talking about game dev? So so basically what I do is um, I have I play the the shot shot song. But everybody, yeah. I probably yeah. clip from that. So, <laughs> like, let everybody know it's coming, and uh, uh, so that, like, and it usually ends up being kind of a, a little derail, but mm-hmm. it's it's like a fun derail. So it's like you know, hey, I'm going to take the next 20 seconds to kind of like 
you know, acknowledge this is happening, make a little flare out of it, do the thing, show you my face because I'm probably, you know, it's, I'm taking a shot, you know, and then, and then it kind of goes back, but then the conversation molds into who's got the next one. Who's got enough points for number four. Like they kind of get into it at that point and it starts becoming a, a side conversation as well. That's awesome. But no, I don't have anything in my Twitter. I don't. I don't talk about it specifically. It's more of just like, hey, if you if you know the stream, you know this is a thing type thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe yeah. I should talk about it a bit more. Yeah, you want to treat your Twitter as if the the people who follow you, um, and just the entire platform basically has no idea what's going on in your stream. Hmm. All right. So if, I think if you approach it with that kind of a perspective it will maybe encourage you to share some some different stuff uh that's going to to bring more of those pieces of your stream into your twitter so that people can get a a better idea of what's going on and be more likely to come through um because i i think a piece that's really easy to miss with twitter is that just posting the going live stuff doesn't really give people a solid sense of what's going on. Right. Like they don't, they don't see the relationships. They don't see the funny stuff that's happening. They don't see the, the, like the Jameson drinking Jameson. They don't know that any of this is, is going on. That's true. And so, yeah, like sharing that with them and bringing it to them and then eventually hopefully creating some kind of version of the the vibe of your stream bringing that to your twitter account might also be able to grow you there too mm-hmm. uh, because our goal here is yeah we want to get more twitter followers and we want to get our stuff shared more and we want more of an active following on twitter so that it pushes it to twitch and they both support each other right so like Twitter being the freaking billboard that it is, is the perfect place for you to be able to build this. These examples for people of who you are and what you do. So it's it's your micro content, right? It's it's the water cooler. It's you maintaining the presence. But we really want to get them into the stream because that's where they get you and they get the value and they get the information. And we do that by giving them just a little taste of that stuff while they're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would love to see Jameson drinking Jameson, but the Twitter version, right? Like, what does that look like? (laughs) Maybe it's, oh my gosh, maybe it's like a game dev uh, question, like Q&A thread. And for every three questions you get, you do a shot. Oh my gosh. And so the answers get like (laughs) goofier and goofier, (laughs) like typos. (laughs) Oh man, I will say one time I, I did a sixth shot because somebody did something like we usually stop at five but there was mm. something i was like all right we'll do a sixth one for that and by the end of that stream i could not have been making that much sense <laughs> I, <laughs> I asked a buddy of mine he goes no no you were good i was like man it did not feel like it like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious Ah, yeah i love this it's so good yeah. that like <laughs> I'm surprised that you can keep it together so well with five or six shots because it's, it's a whew. it's a battle sometimes. Yeah, but, uh, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. My, I go on tangents, so I think I just like will talk a bit more, even more, you know, which is probably even better in some ways. Yeah, it's definitely very real content. We'll say that. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. People love that kind of stuff, like the real, authentic, like just be who you are kind of content and be honest about it i think is so it's still so rare we're starting to see it more and more on youtube but i feel like on twitch there's still this this kind of there's still this kind of expectation that you need to have the the you need to be authentic but there are still a lot of streamers who are doing things that they're like hiding how they really feel and how they really um just i guess just how they really feel and yeah it's it sucks to see because i think one of the most uh, one of the coolest things of twitch is that it is authentic 
right? Like it's live. There's, there are mess ups, mess ups that happen. There are technology problems. There are like you stumbling over your words or going quiet for a couple of minutes or like there's a, there's a million different things that just happen naturally for human beings. And we don't get to see those in a produced YouTube video or on social media. And we get that during live content, which is why it's so awesome. But we also tend to have this kind of like almost manufactured personality or, or just man, I guess just manufactured personality sometimes while we're yeah, streaming. It's, it's definitely because... a, um, a version you want people to see, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's and, not me. Yeah, that's good. There's <laughs> I definitely, definitely a, just try to be me. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a place for that. I think, like, obviously as you grow and and your stream gets more and more popular, you definitely have to be a lot more strict in mm-hmm. the behaviors that you have on your stream and the things that you say and the things that you give attention to. Right. But it's a shame because I don't know. I don't know if this is a personal thing or if this is just, you know, if there's any level of wisdom or knowledge in this for you, hopefully there is, but I, as a viewer am much more drawn to creators that are, authentic right like if they if they feel like they're super (laughs) drunk or if they feel like they did something really cool and they're like i deserve a sub for that i'm like yeah you do here you go (laughs) (laughs) versus the like oh you guys don't have to do that oh no that's okay Uh." that level of authenticity and honesty is is so compelling because it's so difficult to do because you know that you're going to get a little bit of of maybe clapback because of that yeah. sometimes. <laughs> that makes sense. I the thing for me is I did give my my community the name the dev team. And so I that's something that. that I struggle with a lot. So everybody's joining the dev team, right? That is so cool. And so whenever the so what they get is when they follow they become an intern and when they, you know, start subs they move their right way up the ranks from uh, you know, a uh, junior level designer up to when they, when they do a year of subs, then they, they become a design director. So it's just kind of like a, that's easy for me to talk about. Right. So I can be like, Oh, Hey, you just got promoted to senior designer. Like that stuff is easy for me. Oh, I like that. That is so cool. And so perfect for your audience that you're trying to grow. Like I followed, I, I actually hadn't followed you yet, but I just followed you and it said, Ashley oh, Christ is our newest intern. And when it yeah. said, welcome to the dev team, I basically assumed this entirely new identity. I was like, yeah, I'm oh, a nice. dev. Good. What's up? <laughs> I think that's like a little level of magic that not a lot of people have whenever you join their, their community, right? Like I'm part of this and not just the name of the community, but the dev team, like I'm putting myself into the, the mindset of being in the position of being in a dev team in a gaming company making a game. And that's like, even for me as someone who has never really considered that work as something that they would do, imagining myself in that position is so cool. That's like immediately, uh, immediately compelling immediately. That's awesome. Yeah. And what's really funny is I, so, and this is where I got a big help with this. I, I struggled for at least a year before this program trying to be like, what should I name my team? Right? Like Mm -hmm. what should I give it a community name, whatever. And like for a long time, I was really focusing my stream around my dog who like everybody loves and he's still our stream mascot, but he's not like the focus of the stream. Mm -hmm. So I was even thinking about going down that route. And I'm so glad I never did because like literally the first two weeks of our program, I was like, yep, I know exactly what I'm going to do now. That's awesome. Ah, that's so cool. Yeah. And now that the dog is like, he's still a part of it, but you have this, this thing that is more, I think it's more you, right? I think if you were like, rescuing animals all the time and your job was I don't know maybe you like worked as a vet and you were um you were basically living the life of someone who literally has made their entire life about animals 
Right. It would make so much sense for you to focus a little bit more on your dog or, or talk about those types of experiences. But you're you created a, a brand that's authentic to you. That is something that not only you really enjoy, but it's also something that brings so much help to other people. And that's a huge component a lot of streamers miss out on is there's a difference between the desires of a lot of people. So some of us, we focus a lot on impact, right? And some of us, we focus a lot on self-expression. A lot of streamers, we just want to, we just want to stream and we just want to have fun and who cares what games we play? We're going to play whatever we want. If we get a community, cool. If we don't, cool. And this is why you have a lot of streamers right now who, um, they've become successful and they're like, I don't know. I just got lucky. I just did whatever I wanted and I grew. And that path is, is possible is open whenever a platform isn't crazy saturated. But once it does get saturated, you have to focus a lot more on what the community is getting out of it. And so if you want to get to the place like you do, where you want to just have a community, hang out, have fun with people. The path to that now is based on impact. Mm-hmm. And eventually you can transition to being someone who's more about self-expression and you just have your stream where you do whatever you want, etc. But in order to to get to that point, you have to get you have to help other people get what they want. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, it's so good. I, I love this direction. Love, love, love this. See, I need you to send me this recording because <laughs> every week or so I can just listen to it and get reminded that I'm doing well and that I can keep going. <laughs> yeah, sure. I definitely can. Yeah, I mean, I, I will, like, if I saw you even just as a, as a viewer, um, even as someone who's not, like, my goal isn't to become a game dev, I would follow you immediately, like instantly. I would follow you on Twitter for sure. Your bio is amazing. It sells me on it. Like the content can be improved there for sure, I think. But yeah, once you do that, I mean, and, and you become a lot more shareable, your follow growth is going to be astronomical. And then if I saw you during the stream and I saw you talking about game dev and <laughs> answering questions, doing Jameson with Jameson, assuming that I came in during a time where you were actually delivering this value for people, I would click follow immediately. <laughs> Even as someone who doesn't care about game dev, because you're doing something that's so unique and so different. That's, that's great to hear. You know what? You know what it would be? I would follow because I knew... The the game dev community, the industry community, is going to be around you. Mm. So I would know that if I wanted to learn something, like maybe something was going down industry side, or um, maybe like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool content for you too, would be um, talking about... Anything that's relevant to game development with the current state of the world. So, mm. like, with this quarantine, something that I've been thinking is, like, how is crunch changing? Yeah. How are people working and getting all of these games out? Or how is, like, because game consumption has gone up so much, how are developers and studios accommodating for that? Are they, like, working a lot harder than they normally are, which is really hard? Or... Like what's happening in that in that side of everything, you know, um, I think that kind of information would be super interesting. And you would be the person that I would come to for all of that if I wanted to learn about that, because that ultimately is going to help me help people grow their streams better. If I have that level of information about the industry side. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Ugh. So good. I'm just like your personal cheerleader during this call, I swear. Hey, I love it. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Jameson, go. (laughs) You know, the truth is, though, had we had this conversation right before I started, you wouldn't have said any of this. Mm. Right. Like, like, honestly, the the time through the program helped focus me and, you know, put me in the right direction. So that was. You should applaud yourself quite a bit for that, I think. Oh, thank you. 
And like everybody was great. Like, you know, and especially, you know, working with James, Mike James, and then um the you know, even like Zini reaching out to do a call with me, you know, like it was just like the whole thing was was really great. I just mm-hmm. felt like I was getting good information from and I, and getting to meet some of the people at PAX was awesome too. So it's a cool new little community. That's awesome. Like yeah. I'm really curious to see what you do next. And also really curious to see how you see, you know, us graduates fitting in with what you're doing and how we can help. So that's so cool. Yeah, I'm going to be, man, getting new students in and seeing them kind of like talk to the older students and seeing what happens there is something that definitely really excites me, too, because I think there are going to be some people who are super thrilled by that um, and maybe even like create some kind of name for themselves through just that, uh, I guess, that position that they have in the community. Yeah. I'm sure there are ways that we can facilitate those relationships a bit better, too. That'll be something I'll have to kind of look into as time goes on, because this this second run through, right, is going to be the first time that we have graduates with freshmen. So mm-hmm. it'll definitely be really cool. <laughs> That'll Ooh. be exciting. It'll be great. Yeah. Ah, I'm I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation. Me too. Seriously, really thank you so much. It. I I definitely like second guess myself with this program a lot, and having this level of um, just reassur- reassurance with everything, I'm, it it keeps me going. So seriously, thank you. Yeah, no, and like thank you. Like I feel like it's it was definitely a benefit for both of us. So that's great. That's awesome. Mm. All right, that was Jameson Dural. You can find him at Jameson Dural, D-U-R-A-L-L, on Twitter or on Twitch. Please hit him up if you are interested in learning about game development, industry, uh, the gaming industry, or drinking Jameson, apparently. (laughs) And also, just to let you all know, we are going to be opening up applications for the second round of Stream Coach Academy. We're currently working on a bunch of changes and and improving things from the first run. So the second run is going to be opening up here soon. Make sure you go to streamcoach.tv if you would like to give me your email so that I can let you know when that is open. We're going to try and not publicly talk about this and not publicly launch it on my social media like we did last time. We're just going to go through that email list. So if you are interested, make sure that you put your email in there if you haven't already. I love you all so much. Don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Leave us a a comment on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.